0: Hello everyone. I'm back. I was gone for about six months because I was really sick from PTSD medication. So, um, yes, that's another thing us victims go through. Um, once we go and get help, side effects from medication, welcome to my world. (laughs) Anyway, um, since, you know, I haven't done a podcast, um, like six months ago, Um, I have been doing a lot of research, um, even though I haven't been recording. Um, And I think a lot of you, especially if you're a victim or a survivor, um, advocate, it's going to be very, very interesting of the things that I found out. Um, And it really shocked me. It was really, really sad. And I might have brought some of these things up on my first podcast, but um, I didn't go back and listen to it, so I'm just going to bring it up again. So, first of all, I would like to say that I have done a lot of networking um, to a lot of different places. So, I'm just going to name some, and I will tell you, uh, like just a little bit about each one and who I spoke to. And later on, I will have um, more podcasts that will focus on each person or agency that I called, um, and possibly, hopefully, um, get some of those people to speak upon um, domestic violence on my podcast also. So um, the first thing i've done is i called the state board of nursing um of pennsylvania and um, what i wanted to do and what i'm trying to do is integrate domestic violence training in um, nursing schools in colleges in any nursing school hospital nursing schools um vocational schools and um of course they said they couldn't help so that that was the first part of my journey but I'm not giving up on that. Um I'm still in contact with a few other people um and uh, I'm that's one goal for me that I will keep working on. Um so another one is I spoke to the Allegheny administrator. His name is Darnell Moses. Um, so as an administrator, he can do certain things um and get in touch with certain people and basically get things done um for like it's po- like um money and um contacts but he he said no. He wasn't willing to help. Mayor Peduto. Um, I contacted his office. I spoke to someone named Lindsey Powell, which she was very nice. Now his secretary—that's another story. Um, and I will when I do a podcast on this this focus only of Mayor Peduto's office. I will bring up his secretary in that and. You, you will probably laugh. But anyway, so I spoke to Lindsay Powell from his office and she was very nice. And um, she informed me that they received, they meaning the city of Pittsburgh, received a multimillion dollar grant, grant excuse me, for domestic violence um, to develop a unit in um, within the police forces in different zones and they wanted to build this, they want to build this unit. I guess they're in the process of building this unit on mainly how to, Excuse me, I'm sorry, I was interrupted. Um, so as I was saying, um, in regards to, to this multi-million dollar grant that the city is receiving, um, they are going to develop a domestic violence unit. And this is going to teach police officers on how to respond to domestic violence situations. Because really, they don't know what to do. Like it's pathetic, you know, they take you to the hospital. The hospital doesn't know what to do, but the hospital's charging you though. Let's make that clear. And that will be another podcast in the future that we will talk about that I'm not happy with. So, um, but my main issue with this multi-million dollar grant, it's all well and good and great and wonderful. Um, But why are you focusing on how you're responding? Um. You need to be focusing on where you're going to take these victims, not just how you respond. You know, like this, there's nowhere for you to take um, us victims. So while you're spending multimillion dollars of money on like these, whatever you're doing, I mean, you can you can have the best response team in the world where are you going to take them enough said with that we'll talk about that later on um another person i got in touch with was dr gary um uh i don't want to say it wrong but kusha i'm pretty sure that's how it is she he is the father of demi the cheerleader who was stabbed um and killed by her boyfriend in Monroeville. Um now this man is so sweet. Um he he is still carrying on his daughter's legacy by doing um assemblies at middle schools and high schools. Um very great person. Um God bless his heart and he he's trying his hardest um to go into as many schools as he can to teach um about domestic violence, especially like in teenagers, in middle schoolers, because they don't understand. I mean, let alone grownups, we barely understand, but, um, so he does that. And what I would really love to do is, um, like team up with him to try to get it. And somebody from, um, the state of educate for education you know in the schools to to get domestic violence training um integrated in schools too like for health class you know that would be great um so that was a good positive call uh i also spoke to it's called the blackburn center and this is in westmoreland county i spoke to kristen she is an educational advisor for them and um I'm actually waiting for her response to call me back um, in regards to different educational materials she can get together and possibly um, come for an interview on my podcast. Another person I spoke to was Julie Colton. Um, She is an attorney for education for the state of Pennsylvania. Um, Very rude she's uh she advertises on tv that she is in support for domestic violence um she really is not she just says that to try to make a better name for herself um but yes i'm a victim advocate survivor i called this woman and asked her what exactly she does um in regards to educating for domestic violence and Basically, she she beat around the bush about a lot of couple things that I was asking her, but the main point was she goes into colleges, different colleges, and she'll hold seminars, um, and speak upon domestic violence and you know about the statistics, uh, different ways to um recognize it, um, resources you can get help, but. So when I spoke to her, I said, well, why don't we try to integrate this in nursing programs in colleges? She just really was not in support of anything I was saying. Um, Basically, she said, um, if it's not her bread and butter, like that's not her bread and butter, she's not gonna get paid for that. So if she's not gonna get paid for it, she's not gonna do anything to help for domestic violence. So Julie Colton, Crossed out of um, someone who will help me with my journey, um, and also another person I spoke to um, was her name is Lori, who is the office manager for Representative Gainey, and this man is so sweet. He is ready to be on board with anything, um, and I don't. I'll tell you a little story, short story about him. His sister. Um, was the girl who was killed in Homewood because she um, would not give him her phone number. So he got mad and waited for her, stood outside the bar and waited for her, and he killed her. Um, This, it was very sad. And from my understanding, this man was supposed to be in jail and not even, even out of jail. So like, I mean, everything, like, this whole system was failed in this case, um, really. <sighs> but that's another story um, I will get into down the line, like I said. And he is all into it for anything he told me. And I appreciate that. Um, also, I am trying to be... I spoke to the Wolf Center of UPMC, which is like a educational center for them. And I wanted to see if they can do in-services in their hospitals um, for the nurses in how to respond to domestic violence patients. So I'm waiting for someone to call me back from from there. Um, What else? and oh and also I wanted to say this um, while I was waiting for someone from the Wolf Center of UPMC to call back I had a director of UPMC to call back and who called me back I should say his name was Michael Samrony. and this man was such he was so rude um, you know I said I was thinking maybe since domestic violence is so like prevalent now, like maybe we can um, try to integrate, you know, domestic violence training with nurses. And he immediately said, nope, he wasn't interested and hung up on me. (laughs) So uh, that was that. Uh, Also, I'm trying to think who else. And also, I am going to speak with Erin Vecchio, which I love so much. She is like my guardian angel um she is the president of um the school board for Pennhills um school district she um I'm gonna speak to her in regards to um school protocols and um things that maybe guidance counselors can have access to if they sense that there's um a student either in a domestic violence situation themselves or at home so um all this good positive stuff is coming i promise i'm coming to rescue people i'm coming i'm coming to get you all i had to take a break i apologize i was sick um but we have so many things to talk about and so many positive things that are going to happen I promise you I'm not going to stop I'm going to keep going Um, and I will not stop until um, there are guidelines put in place for us Um, and the last thing I want to say um, before I get off this podcast for the day is um, today I spoke to um, the deputy director of Um, the Federal Coordinated Health Care Unit. Her name is Sarah Vitolo. She was so sweet. Um, She is right now trying to find um, like different people and different phone numbers um, and to get together for me so I can call and um, get more involved where I need to get more involved for domestic violence. She's going to guide me in the right direction. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) So I'm waiting for her to give me a call back. um, And I can't wait um, to see what, you know, good news she has for me. Um, Because my ultimate goal is to join um, CMS, an advisory board for them and CMS stands for a Center for Medicare and Medicaid um, services so they are the ones who make guidelines um, for patients in hospitals and um, for the care that they receive so um, unfortunately there's not a plan of care for uh, domestic violence in hospitals in urgent cares anywhere really there's no no care so I wish people would quit saying that because it's a downright lie and the justice system needs to get it together too when it comes to domestic violence because I myself personally is still dealing with um a certain situation and if quite frankly at this point it's pathetic it really is it's it's beyond pathetic but anyway so once I get the information from Sarah and I get um, more information on each specific person and agency that I called Um, like I said I will have um, different podcasts that will focus on each one and if you need um, to ask any questions um, uh, my phone number is going to be on the podcast so you all know Um, and if you need to contact me or if I can get in touch with anyone that you need to get in touch with then um you know i will try my hardest to guide you in that direction um so i want you guys to stay strong i'm gonna be working my butt off to help us so just stay strong and if you need help please call the national domestic violence hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or if you're a teenager and you're in a dating situation that is not great you can call the national teen dating abuse hotline at 1-866-331-9474 um and don't forget about the woman's shelter um, they will guide you and help get you help and shelter as needed 412-687-8005 and also the crisis center of upmc um, and the center for victims is excellent on the south side. So, um, I'm working my way up. I'm trying my hardest. So, as much support I can get, I would appreciate. I love you all, for my victims, survivors, advocates. I like. I love all of you. Stay strong. I know this is going to be um, a journey for me, but I'm willing to fight. And if you want to join me um, through all this, uh, please, uh, you're welcomed. (laughs) Thank you and take care. Okay, guys. So um, another thing I want to tell you at the end of each of my um, episode for my podcast, I am going to at the beginning... I'm going to give you guys a domestic violence fact okay and then at the end I will also um, end my podcast with with a domestic violence fact Um, and I'm also going to be um, playing and singing songs of strength for uh, women or victims period of you know any type of um, violence. So, and I just hope that, you know, this can help everyone feel good. And whoever's going through bad things in their life, like they can listen to me and just feel so much better. At least if it's for that minute, that second, um, just to put a smile on their face. That's all. And, and I'm going to be singing, but I'm not a singer. Okay. And I'm not trying to be on American Idol or get, you know, I'm not, I know I can't sing. <laughs> I just do it just cause it's fun. So, but this is a song that I'm going to play. And I play this a lot because, um, especially when I'm feeling down because, um, it's it's from Whitney Houston. It's it's called the greatest love of all and it's so true. Once you find that love within inside of you, like that is the greatest love that you'll never feel ever again in life. That is no one's going to love you like you. And it took me a very long time to realize that. Um but this song is very true about me. Um it talks about how She doesn't walk in anyone's shadows and, you know, and it's so true. Like that was my life. I I stood on my own a lot and most of my life, you know, I got help along the way, but mostly, you know, I, I stood on my own. So anyway, I'm going to sing this song and then, um, uh, I don't know when I'm going to be back on for another episode, hopefully by the end of this week. Um, I'm going to try to network and talk to a couple more people and then I'll update you guys. But I'm still trying to get everything organized so it's not like messy and all over the place. Um, But anyway, here's my song, okay? Sing along. If you shall. You know you used to sing this when you were little too. Like quit playing. It's a very sweet song. I believe the
1: children are our future. Teach them more. well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. And let the children's laughter Remind us how we used to be. Everybody searching for a hero. We need someone to look up to. I never found anyone who fulfilled my
0: needs so true.
1: A lonely place to be. And so I learned to depend on me. I decided long no, ago. Go. Never to walk in anyone's shadows If I fail, if I succeed At least I live as I believe No matter what they take from me They can't take away my dignity
0: That part is so true That is how I feel Nobody's going to take my dignity away from me they never did, and I didn't realize that all these years.
1: I found the greatest love of all inside of me.
0: Now, Whitney says that the greatest love of all is easy to achieve. I don't think that is true but, but learning to love yourself is a great experience and it's it's just great and I hope everybody reaches this point where I'm at I believe the
1: children are future teach them well and let them lead the way Show them all the beauty they possess inside
0: we have to start with the children. We have to. That's where it starts.
1: Remind us how we used to be. Decided long ago, never to walk in anyone's shadows. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I live inside. Nope. That special place That you've been dreaming of Lead you to a lonely place Find your strength in love
0: Alright, I'm going to stop right there. Because I'm not trying to be Whitney Houston and I can't breathe right now. <laughs> I love you all. I want you all to find the greatest love that is within, within you, inside of you. It's there. It's so deep in your soul. Find it and be happy. I love you all. Till next time. Take care. God bless.